Many people find it very hard to accept that few people could orchestrate the whole global pandemic hoax. But in fact, when we understand the structure about the world's control, it becomes relatively straightforward. I have talked for a long time about a global cult in what some would call the 1%, a global web of interconnected strands of secret societies, semi-secret groups, and then in the public arena, government agencies. Even though all of it, all of these groups appear to be on the surface unconnected, they are. You can symbolize the way this global web works as a structure of a global corporation, say McDonald's, with a headquarters at a point in the world. And in every other country, you have the subsidiaries that operate according to the centrally dictated headquarters. And so you going into McDonald's in Russia, South Africa, Australia, America, Britain, what have you, and you're basically going into the same McDonald's operating in the same way. And this global cult structures itself in very similar lines. At the center of the web, and this is in the shadows, uh, you have what I call the spider. And this is the inner core of the cult that is driving the direction of the world. Then in each country, you have the subsidiary network, uh, certain families, secret societies. Their job is to impose the will of the center, the spider dictating policy in virtually every country. And in each of these subsidiary networks on a national level, you have the pyramids of government and politics, banking, finance, pyramids of media ownership, the pyramids of the medical system. So if you take health policy, the few at the top in each country are dictating how doctors in the rest of the medical profession have to act um, in, in what they have to do. So the medical profession then follow overwhelmingly, unquestioningly, um, and those who actually do question and resist find themselves in their careers often in serious trouble. And the top of these pyramids in each country answer to the same master globally, the spider. Therefore, the will of the spider is dictating on the policy and it will be right across the world. Just the people at the top impose it, the pyramid structure in its entirety. So if we look globally at this pandemic, first of all, so important, forget borders. This cult does not have borders. Borders are for the public. This cult is global and operates globally. And one of its biggest centers is China. The cult was behind the Chairman Mao revolution that turned China into this fascist, communistic, really tyranny. And what they've done behind the walls of that tyranny is incubate a system that they want to play out globally. China has become fiercely controlled, the country that it is, not least controlled via technology with millions and millions of face recognition cameras, which allow the Chinese or authorities to find anyone often literally in minutes in real time. And in the West until now, They have had to pay some lip service to freedom and democracy, but only in theory. They have had to, up to this point, have had to hide behind that propaganda. So the West has been able to move slower than China in terms of rolling out this fierce, draconian, Orwellian, fascist control system. But in China, you know, the authorities decide what's going to happen and it just happens. 
There's no democracy or lip service to freedom to have to deal with. So in China, it's moved extremely, extremely faster. And the time has come where the cult wants to play out the Chinese model of control right across the world. Ask yourself, what has the West become far more like since the pandemic hoax? China. And becoming more so all the time. So this is how the pandemic or what is in turn been known to say or become the pandemic has played out. First of all, you have people taken ill in Wuhan, China, and people ill in Wuhan, China is extraordinarily common given that Wuhan has appalling toxic air, which generates a lot of respiratory problems. And so when these first people started showing signs of illness, a handful of them were tested and they took lung fluid and decided it was caused by a virus. But they never isolated or purified it in and of itself without any other contamination or genetic material. Now, if you're going to prove that a virus exists and you're going to prove that the virus causes an alleged infectious disease, then purification and isolation of that viral material is an absolute solid gold foundation must do, but it's never been done. What you then had in those early days was COVID-19 being diagnosed on symptoms And what were those symptoms? Flu-like symptoms. Flu-like symptoms, respiratory symptoms in Wuhan. (laughs) Are you having a laugh? Because I am. But it was all on symptoms. And suddenly symptoms that were coming from other sources up to that point were then redesignated this virus, which they never isolated, purified, or even shown to exist. Then they start developing this test called the PCR test. And the creator of the test, or Kari Mullis, who in the 1980s actually said that this test should not be used to diagnose infectious disease. But that's exactly what's happened ever since. So now they started adding to this diagnosis uh, by symptoms with a PCR test that wasn't testing for the virus they were claiming to exist. It was testing for an RNA genetic material that is found in the lungs of those people, but has endless other sources and possibilities as for why it's there. The key response, the key was the response, actually. They wanted to have the Chinese response of a fierce draconian lockdown to be the response of the rest of the world. The figures were going up of cases and deaths, But the cases were coming from assumption of symptoms and the test not testing for the virus. And the deaths were coming from this redesignation and their numbers went up. They were building hospitals in a matter of days to cope with the hysteria in the crisis. People were shown on video just collapsing in the street. Have you ever seen anyone collapse in the street in the West from the same virus? And so they locked down these areas of China with absolute tyranny and inhumanity and the numbers very quickly started falling. Which when you are controlling numbers by your diagnosis and your tests are not testing for the virus, it's very easy to push the numbers up and then push the numbers down. Suddenly, these hospitals in next to no time that were built to cope with the crisis, they were shut down. 
And then you have the World Health Organization, by which Bill Gates controls. And you have Director General Tedros, who has been on the payroll of the Gates Organization forever. He comes out and said that China is the way for everyone else to respond. Gates came out and said the same thing. And Gates has been the second biggest funder, only second to the government of the United States, of the World Health Organization. And if Trump would have actually carried through his threat to stop funding the World Health Organization, then Gates would have been the biggest funder. I mean, he, he owns it. And he also owes Tedros, the director general. So then we start moving into the West and the same process unfolded as people were told in the medical profession, uh, told they were told that this virus is spreading. They started to diagnose it on the basis of symptoms, just like in China. And then they introduced the PCR test. And it's not testing for the virus. They say it's testing. The death numbers did not match what we were told about the deadly nature of this virus. And because China is still a very, very long way away in the minds of most people in America or in the West, it was still somewhere on the other side of the world. So what the cult needed was a Western example to frighten the hell out of Western people. They wanted and needed a COVID-19 crisis that Western people could relate to, to the point of, whoa, if it could happen there, then it can happen here. And so they chose Italy in an area called Lombardy, which is notorious for its toxic air and its respiratory disease, just like Wuhan. And the country was locked down and the government officials uh, and the official government figures. Um, and it revealed that 99% of people said to have died from COVID-19 had one or more other morbidity or reasons to die. But everyone was now diagnosed with COVID-19 and there seemed to be a crisis when old people were dying of things that old people have always died from in that area. And a health spokesperson for the Italian government would later come out and actually say we were, quote, generous on designating deaths for COVID-19. In his view, in truth, only about 12% of the people said to have died actually died from COVID-19. And yet the media will follow the hysteria to frighten the hell out of Western people. So in different countries, the same process is on the same train of thought. And you also had dark suits, not even politicians, driving the policy. Politicians are saying that we will be guided by the science. And who are the scientists? Well, in Britain, you had someone called Chris Whitty, the chief medical officer who has big financial connections to Bill Gates. In America, it was Anthony Fauci and Deborah Burks that also have enormous, enormous, I like that word, enormous big connections, financial connections to Bill Gates. And because they don't have the death numbers, they had to produce projections to ju justify the lockdowns, which were in the plans from the start, you know, the Chinese response. So along came Professor Neil Ferguson of Imperial College in London, big financial connections to Bill Gates with computer models projecting ludicrously anyone could see it at the time, that a half a million people could die, you know, in Britain from this, quote, virus. 
and up to, you know, 20 million people in America could die. And as a result of that, the countries were locked down because the computer modeler said, if you don't have the lockdown, then this is what's going to happen. And the lockdown has since killed far more people than any other virus, even if you believe it exists. And it's transformed human society. And it's been done by this global web, which operates in every country and controls the pharmaceutical health pyramids in each country. And the few at the top have had the same policy driven from the center spider, which includes being told to designate almost pretty much anything that moves as COVID-19. To the point where in the United States, they've even introduced financial incentives. So a hospital that diagnoses uh, someone with regular pneumonia got $4,600. But you designate someone with the same symptoms, COVID-19 pneumonia, you then get $13,000. And if you put COVID-19 pneumonia diagnosed patient on a ventilator, you then get $39,000. And so many of these people are put on ventilators for no apparent reason, have since died. And so that's the structure of how this pandemic, officially pandemic hoax, has been played. And it's what's driving the policy day to day to transform human society into what they call the new normal, the great reset, the great scam to transform life on earth.